Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is Life Links with the DL Link. Life Links is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Ryan swam the world's first official ice mile in Antarctica in one degree centigrade water. Um, he was part of the team for the world's first USA to Russia relay that was mainland to mainland. He has succeeded in crossing the notorious English Channel and he has twice swum from the Straits of Gibraltar from Europe to Africa. He's also a two times Guinness World Record holder. Last year, when we spoke to him, that was in June 2020, he completed his 109th Robben Island crossing. It broke the record, and he has completed the Robben Island swim a further six times since then. And you won't believe it, but he has done it again. Incredibly, incredibly. He is only the sixth swimmer to achieve this. And he's done it in the fastest time. He has swum from Miller's Point to Pringle Bay. That is 33 kilometers in just eight hours and 39 minutes. Ryan, I'm exhausted from interviewing you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Nikki and all the listeners. Thanks so much for, for that intro. <laughs> that was long. <laughs> Listen, when, when you hear people say that, do you think, what, is that me? Or do you have all the scars to prove it? Uh, a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, you, you know, it, it, it does sound quite impressive when I listen to it all. And, the, and there's so much more as well, which I'm very glad you didn't read out. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, you know, I, I certainly don't feel um, much different to, you know, to how I was uh, 10 years ago before this all started or, or 15 years ago, actually. Mm. So we've chatted before, as I said last year, you were incredibly inspiring and we're going to go there and I want to talk about this new record that you've broken. But Ryan, what, what motivates you every day to get into the water, to practice the cold water, pushing yourself beyond? We, we spoke about a lot of mindset, but you personally, how, when you get out of bed in the morning, do you motivate yourself? Well, it's it's a great question, and uh, you know, I just want for for your listeners' um, sake who don't know me well, um, I was a proper couch potato, you know, loving the remote control and the TV um, way too much. Um, so in my and in my thirties, uh, well, actually, very at the age of thirty, I decided it's time to get out um, and, and get a little bit fit. And off I went to a swimming pool um, and managed to do twenty lengths, just with the idea of of you know, starting to get a little bit fit and lose some weight. Um, and that started me on an incredible journey. I'll, I mean, obviously it's, it's a long story, but uh, the, the first main step of that was once I'd done um, a few sessions in the swimming pool and actually stuck to it, you know, you meet a person who had swum from Robben Island to the mainland. Now, those are people that I just had on a pedestal, my absolute heroes. Um, it was an impossible, certainly wasn't for me. Um, and cutting a long story short again, eventually someone says, well, why don't you take that on as a goal? And um, thinking they were stupid at first, but eventually setting it as a goal. And not too long after setting it as a goal, achieving my very first Robben Island crossing. And that awakened or awakened something in my mind um, that just made me realize how I've been underestimating myself. I've been staying inside my comfort zone, believing that I can get by in the comfort zone and deliver and I'm living comfortably and I'm, you know, kind of delivering the results at work that I should. 
but completely underachieving in so many areas of my life, thinking something like a Robin Island crossing was impossible for me. And then taking on a journey now being the guy who's done Robin Island the most times ever in the entire world. Um, you know, it's certainly not a journey I started on, but it, it's, it's been an awakening of my mind and that's so, what motivates me. Sorry. Yeah. So, so, so what I'm hearing you saying is you meet a new, not a new Ryan, but you all of a sudden, um, you know, connected with this, this part of you that could create and do amazing, amazing things. And, and, um, because this is the new kind of you, you, it just, keeps pushing you forward and forward and achieving. I mean, that's, there's, there's that's a lot what you're more. saying, Ryan? It, it is, but there's, there's a lot more to it. Um, you know, one of the things I realized after being submerged in the, the very, very cold waters in and around Cape Town over and over is I started to discover just how unbelievably powerful the human mind is, um, this gateway to absolute greatness that we all have up in our heads, but how it is actually designed to hold us back rather than to propel us forward when things get uncomfortable. Now, the that happens to us in our everyday lives and every situation. We are designed to stay inside that comfort zone. But when you throw yourself into very cold water, those defense mechanisms that usually happen at the back of your mind really come to the fore, and you realize that we haven't evolved well to handle the cold. We've evolved extremely well to avoid it. So uh, we start to, <clears throat> we, we, we start, excuse me, I started to realize that uh, how our minds are controlling us to keep us inside comfort zones uh, um, rather than to propel us forward when the going gets tough. And you can take that into any area of your life. And once I started realizing that and unpacking it and understanding it, being aware of it, then believing it and then becoming uh, brave enough to try, um, uh, you know, that's where my journey really started. Mm, yeah, the sky's the limit. Um, Ron, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, you know, some pointers for people who are listening, who want access to the that magical side that you're talking about, you know, that gateway to greatness, kind of a few little baby steps. But let's take a break and, and we'll be back in a moment. Hi, FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back uh, to the DL Link Show. I have the incredible Ryan Stramrud on the show again today. Always a pleasure to have him on the show. Um, he's an extreme swimmer. He's an inspirational speaker. And I could go on and on and on, but I don't want to waste time because it's just delicious having him on the show. And Ryan, just before the break, I said a question. Now, I listened to you and I think, oh, wow, that is amazing. But there's a very big gap between where I am and where you are. And you explained, you know, that it was a few little steps here and there. Um, now, for our listeners, for people who are dealing with very physical challenges every single day, people who have been diagnosed with a cancer, people who are, um, you know, in pain, having difficulties, and obviously we're not talking about them getting into the sea and swimming long distances or in the cold. Do they bridge that gap? How do they get to that point when they have access to that magical side within themselves that, that is there, that can push beyond the limitations and, and maybe make the whole journey that much easier? Firstly, I certainly don't have the answer for everybody. And from my experience, it's it's those people who have got the, the cancers and that, that that you uh, allude to that often find this out themselves. They didn't know it before, but once they yeah. find it out, they start to become aware of what they're really capable of. And, you know, the whole mindset changes. So mm. what I say to everybody listening, I am the complete average Joe. There's nothing special about me. I have no superhuman ability to do the things that I've done that a lot of people go, wow, when they, when they read about or see me on stage. Um, I'm an average Joe, just like 
everybody else. But once you're aware of how your mind is designed to keep you in, com- uh, in comfort, to, to uh, steer you away from the potential of failure, and once you're aware of that, then you need to start your own journey on how to find a switch in your head that takes you out of uh, this being controlled subconsciously by your mind into a place um, you know, that w- where you control it or where you're aware of it and you can actually challenge it. Now, for me, that happened in many, many repeated immersions into cold water and some unbelievable challenges and, and in, endurance, putting my body uh, through some real hardships. Um, so that was my journey. Yours might be completely different, but I think what I want to emphasize is, is that we're all capable of it, and it is a journey. It very rarely happens overnight. I also want to add uh, at this point, Nikki, since you brought it up, is that I also uh, went to, to my GP a year and a half ago just for a general checkup and was diagnosed with cancer, um, and that completely disrupted my life. And I went on a whole, uh, you know, spin and a wobble until I realized it was exactly the same kind of extreme challenge that I do in the water. I've just got an extreme challenge. That's a little closer to home and I've had to manage it as well. Wow, Ryan. Well, thank you for, thank you for sharing that with us. You know, these are the stories we talk about on the show and, and I don't want to, um, impose in your personal space, but how, how is the journey? Are you, you know, in terms of, cause I mean, you still going out there, you breaking records. Has that not stopped or you in any way got in the way? How, no. how is that process? No, I'm, I'm lucky. So I don't compare myself to many. I got of the thyroid and I've had an operation on it and removed uh, the thyroid. So I, um, you know, at, at this stage I'm cancer free and it hasn't impacted uh, my life beyond that. Obviously it was just a, you know, a, a couple of months of, of extreme nerves, um, as I got quite a bad format of the follicular, whatever. It's, it's a, you know, the more aggressive version that spreads uh, out through the body. But, uh, at this stage I'm cancer free and I hope to stay that way, but it, it does make you appreciate life and look at things a little differently um, even though yeah. they put me to the next level yeah well well please god it's it, it, you know you stay healthy ryan and if again if you don't mind me probing a little bit so for you 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 spoke about the mind um you know wanting to avoid the pain and wanting to avoid failure did your mind start to do funny things when you were diagnosed oh it does absolutely um certainly at, at that time but also nikki when when i you know every time i take on a new challenge um and, and the one i i presume you going to talk about just now false bay you know the, the doubts that i had and the, and the powerful pull for me to look for excuses as humans we designed to look for excuses not to do the difficult stuff to yeah. comfort ourselves to uh, you know make it you know to, once you believe in your own limitations you you have no reason to challenge them um, and that's where we all kind of gravitate to and i'm no different even though i talk about it every day of my life and i i override it and i've, I've done some stuff that that most people would never dare to do um I've still got to severely concentrate on that. So when this, um, you know, the diagnosis came for me, um, all those negative, normal feelings happened that I imagine everybody else had. It certainly wasn't a positive, like, right, here I go. I'm going to nail this. Um, yeah. you know, I went through the, 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 the downers and the nerves and, and, you know, the, the, um, what well, the fright and the shock and all of that. Um, and eventually had to process it like everybody else, I suppose, but maybe with one level up, um, taking a little bit of my own advice to heart. Let's talk about this recent huge achievement. I, I can't believe 33 kilometers you swam from Miller's Point 
near Simonstown to Roy Else near Pringle Bay. And this is obviously, we're talking about it's warmer um, because this is the Indian Ocean, am I right? It's not the to Robin sure. Island, which is a hell of a lot colder. But there, aren't there lots of sharks around there? I mean, I'm asking you a million questions, Ryan. How? How was it? It was hard. Um, so firstly, just on the temperature, the water was 18 and a half degrees Celsius on the um, Robin Island side. Generally, we swim it in 14 to 15. So it's not... Okay. Chalk and cheese, it's three or four degrees warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's still considered cold water, but it, it was a lot more comfortable for me. Swimming across False Bay has been a, a challenge that I've wanted to do for a very long time. And uh, I can't wait to get my new keynote out there because it's going to be called failing forward. Um, <laughs> and, and that is because uh, when I went to try and swim from Ireland to Scotland in the very cold North Channel, um, I got something called a swimming-induced pulmonary edema, and that nearly killed me, and I spent some days in hospital having my lungs pumped. I nearly drowned. Uh, And I didn't admit to myself how that impacted me mentally and impacted my confidence. So I started training for this false bay crossing. I was making all the, speaking the right language, doing the right training, putting the right teams in place, but somehow just avoiding standing on the shore overlooking 33 kilometers of shark infested, cold, rough water and, and diving in. Um, and, and I need to, to identify what was really holding me back and stopping me from pressing the button. Um, and eventually I realized that it, it was stemming from this failure, from this loss of confidence um, or from a three-year-ago uh, swim attempt. And everything I've done in between has kind of been within my comfort zone where False Bay would have taken me right out. So once again, listening to my own preachings um, and and facing the, the, the hardships um, and, you know, eventually getting myself on the 18th of March in the pitch dark in a cold morning to stand on, on the shore. And, you know, once you walk into the water in your speedo goggles and cap, you may not touch anything that helps you until you walk out again uh, in Roy Else, um, oh. three Ks away. So, it's, you know, taking those steps in and diving into that pitch dark of night, um, false bay was quite a mindset for me. Wow. Listen, I've got the, the goosies just listening to you. I'm imagining myself doing it and I can just see myself turning around and walking back onto the beach. <laughs> I mean, terrible. you know, Ryan, and I love, I love the honesty and I love the vulnerability that you share with us that we are all human, you know, as, as, as successful as we can be and achieve so much at the end of the day, we're human and we always have these setbacks and challenges, you know, whether they be physical or whether they be mental. This is, this is the thing called life, right? Yeah, Nikki, and, and I'm, I'm, I appreciate you saying that. And I think one of the reasons um, my services, should I say, my, my talks and the lessons I teach around the world now are enjoyed is because um, of perhaps this vulnerability, but I'll never be the inspirational speaker that says anything you put your mind to is possible. If you want to do it, just put your mind to it. Now, clearly, there's a lot of truth in that, but there is also a limit to what we can do. Yeah. But yeah. what I preach is that as an average Joe, where we are generally turning around or deciding to go to to comfort, or where your mind tells you is a good place to to not go any further than, that is not where you should stop. Because the magic happens on the other side of that line. Don't go too far. Don't be silly about it. I've maybe pushed it to, to some of the, if you listen to some of my Antarctic and cold water stuff, I've pushed it to the nth degree. Um, but I also know, like in Antarctica, it was minus one degree, by the way, that I swam in there. Um, there are only two outcomes. One is that either, oh, sorry, you've got two outcomes. Either my body is going to warm up Antarctica's waters um, or Antarctica is going to cool me down. So we both know what's what's really going to happen there. <laughs> so 
I would have died if I kept on going forever in Antarctica, but where my mind told me to get out, which was in the first 20 seconds, and I survived 32 minutes in that, um, is where the real story lies and the magic happens um, in, in terms of taking a chance, forgetting what medical science says, doing the training, putting the teams in place and pushing past where your mind tells you the end point is and finding the magic on the other side of that line. Um, and, and that is what, what I like to get across and I think what people enjoy. And I suppose, because you're talking about listening to your brain right at the beginning, which is telling you to get out, um, this is dangerous, pushing beyond that. But then there still is a point when you have to listen to yourself. You do have to listen to the inner wisdom. As you say, after 20 minutes or however long it was, to save your life, you need to then get out. So it's knowing when to listen, when to push. It's getting to know yourself, I suppose. Bite-sized chunks, Nikki. uh, I keep emphasizing this. It's a journey. I didn't wake up one day and, and go down to false bay and try to swim across. Right. I was training right. and pushing little boundaries and little boundaries. And each time, sometimes failing, but learning. And then sometimes succeeding and learning even more. And mm. you add that up and you add it up. And once you start doing that on a regular basis, you, you find you're taking that step outside of comfort and achieving more and more. And remember, if you don't try, you have already failed. So stop being so worried about failure. Take calculated risks, but take them. Step outside that comfort zone and, and, you know, find those little impossibles that just shape you and keep you inside the comfort zone and just challenge them. Look them in the eye and one by one uh, challenge them on a daily basis. And that will eventually accumulate to you starting to do. Uh, you'll, you'll look back one day and you, you won't believe what used to be your challenge. Robin Island for me was the absolute Everest impossible out of my league swim. Now I've done it 115 times Wow. And more than anybody else. It is a training swim for me. I get there generally in summer at 6 a.m. in the morning. I swim to the beach um, uh, in two hours. I'm on the beach at 8 a.m. I'm in the office before 9. So it's become routine. It's still a very difficult swim. Um, yeah. But what I'm trying to emphasize is that used to be impossible. Now it is it is routine. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what will happen in everybody else's lives once you start uh, you know, just challenging those little things on a daily basis. Mm. Now, Ryan, you've been talking a little bit about your talks, and I know that there's so many incredible stories. I know you you hit a whole entanglement of blue bottles when you were only two and a half Ks in this swim of yours. There's so many stories, and I'm sure there are people who are listening right now who go, where can I hear these stories? Where can I hear Ryan? How are you doing? How are you coping with COVID? Are you doing talks? Can people have access? How do people have access? Uh, indeed, you know, COVID obviously as a, as a public speaker caused a big disruption. Uh, and again, uh, yet just another challenge um, all of us, my peers, had to face as well. I'm now extremely busy um, doing some live events, which I really enjoy and prefer. But I am sitting uh, at my dining room table at home uh, and presenting around the world, um, you know, one, two, three times a week. Um, telling different stories and, you know, I've, I've got some, some real fantastic stories to tell and people really enjoy them, which is why they kind of snowball around the world. So, um, soon I will be talking more about the, um, the, the, the false bay story and my, and my failing forward and, you know, taking failure and turning it into success. Because false bay, I was never going for the record, Nikki. I was petrified of that swim. Um, I took it on. I got everything right and I managed to, to take the record and get again my third Guinness record. By the way, your intro mentioned I, I have two, which is true. And then last week, my third one was, was, uh, stamped and ratified. Um, so I now hold the third certificate as well. So I'm very proud of that. Um, mm-hmm. and that's a great journey. But if people just want to follow me day to day, please, Instagram's the place to go. 
go. Ryan underscore Stramrood on Instagram. Fantastic. Ryan, thanks for your time. Thanks for your inspiration. Thanks for your beautiful words, sharing your story, the everything. It's always really a delight having you on the show. Take care. Right. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for your interest and for saying it's delicious to have me on your show. That's <laughs> All the best, all the best. Swim well, Ryan. We'll chat again soon, I'm sure.